Walter Life with Brent and Jeff. Let's get this right, guys, because you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Good evening. Welcome. This is the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We are continuing our Psalm series. We are in... Wow. All you radio listeners out there are like, what is happening? We're actually performing live at Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia for their very first coffee house brought to you by the Single Moms Ministry of Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia. Thank you very much for having us out. Yes, thank you For very those much. of you that are listening on the radio, you missed a great time. And um, as I was saying, Psalm 2... I'm sorry, the second part of our Psalm series in Psalm 8, actually. We're jumping around in Psalms. Tonight, you guys have the pleasure of hearing what is man that we are mindful of him. And we're going to be playing lots of great music tonight. Some you might have never heard before. Hopefully, we're exposing you to some great rock and roll and um, showing people that Christian music is not lame. That's true. I'm excited, Jeff. All right, that was delirious. God is smiling. Thanks for listening this evening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We are excited about continuing on our Psalm series tonight, uh, Psalms chapter 8, and um, we just had a great time last week in Psalm 1, and um, talking about that famous passage. And this one's pretty pretty common passage. A lot of cri- the, those people who have been Christians for a little while kind of can recognize the verses. Um, we're just going to jump right into topic tonight. So, um, our Lord... O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. And here's the part we're going to be zeroing in on tonight. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? You have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him glory and honor. The reflection of David in this psalm is one of just amazement that God, the God who created the heavens and the earth, would come, and he would spend time with us. He would visit visit us, and he's mindful of us. And it's an amazing concept as we dig in and just talk about that this evening. Um, You know, he's here. He's in the midst of us as we have gathered for this radio program. Um... You know, and uh, if you just tuned in tonight, it's a little special night tonight because we are broadcasting live uh, from Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia, and um, live taping. It was a couple <laughs> weeks ago, so don't drive over because you won't. You've already missed it. Sorry. Um, It'd should've. be really weird if they came while it was airing on Sunday night, the thirty first. Yeah, and, uh, and it was church. Just, yeah, it was church. <laughs> like, Where's all the rock music at? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're excited. But um, what is man that you were mindful of him? Is the topic tonight, Jeff? I am astounded by the, the very thought that I love how he is. I was like, look at the stars, look at the sky, look at everything, and then look at puny, nasty, wretched me. And what? It's <laughs> <laughs> just like in, in old language, it's what is man that thou art mindful of him? Like, you think about me? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. Yeah, and, you know, we'll be talking about it a lot. We're, we're in a Psalm series, as we had said, and we're not going to be going straight through Psalms. That would take about five years. Um, because it's a weekly radio show. And that's if we didn't take a, a week off, which is not possible. Um, but we're jumping around. We'll, we might go back to Psalm 3 after doing Psalm 8. It's a little crazy, but uh, we thought this topic would be appropriate for tonight when we're all here. We're all you know excited about what God's doing, either through music, 
or radio or whatever it may be. Maybe you're just out here because you want some free coffee, which is awesome. Yeah, I need um, to get myself some of that. Yeah. I just stick with the water. I don't drink the caffeine. I know. I'm addicted. I drink. That's a lie. I drink a lot of caffeine. The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. All right. That was All Star United with Love and Radiation. I got to get something off my chest a little bit. This necktie. But I'm bummed. Um <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking because Brent and I usually do this show and we're like sitting in a room and looking at each other. Yeah, that's why that's I keep it. looking over at Jeff because so I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm losing my, losing my it's thoughts. It's uncomfortable and it's uncomfortable having people peering down on my on me as I bear my soul over the airways of Philadelphia and South Jersey and Missouri and the, and the interweb. I mean, it's just outrageous. <laughs> um, for those of you that are not familiar with the Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff, um, we will have been on uh, the air. This is our 148th episode. And uh, our very first episode was September 9th of 2006. So we're coming up on four years. We've logged nearly 300 hours of Alter Life content, which is out- outrageous. Yeah. If you sat down and tried to listen to the Alter Life 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it would take you like 14 days. That's not accurate math, but close to that. About two weeks it would take to listen to every Alter Life episode, which I've almost done. I've almost been there. I'm up to like 120. <laughs> Six <laughs> and having gone back and listened to them all because I'm an ego maniac. Um, <laughs> but no uh, we want no to comment. let you know that we have some information here about the altar life, uh, what our bio or our mission statement, whatever you want to call it, is. And we also have a website, www.thealterlife.com. You can listen to our most recent episodes in their entirety right on our website. You can also download some content as well. Yeah, look at that. We queued, queued them pretty well there. It's funny, Brant and I are looking at these questions and stuff in this survey, and it's bringing back a lot of memories. It's good to rehash what God has done, and uh, as we had mentioned, we are in a psalm series right now, yes, and this are. is episode two, uh, What is Man That You Are Mindful Of Him? Yeah, Psalm 8, you know, you, you picture da- David sitting in a park, you know, looking up at the sky and just thinking about how amazing the heaven is. I was driving here tonight and I was looking up at the sky looking at the huge clouds you know and how defined they were in the sky just going wow God is so big and he just he just created that with the work of his fingers it says the moon and the stars were were um, placed in the sky by God um, he ordained them to the Bible says that they were ordained by the Lord and then he must be thinking about himself going I am so small in comparison to these things I am so insignificant compared to the universe and the expanse of how big it is and how amazing it is. And he must be saying, you know, how mindful, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man? And you think about me, God. You, you, think, about every, you think about my life. You think about the struggles that I have. You think about the things, um, you know, that are, going, that are going on in my life that no one seems to care about. No one in the world has a clue about what's going on. But yet you think about that. You just don't, answer my prayer. You think about me. You know, Psalm 139 says that the the thoughts that the Lord has toward us are more numerous than the sand on the shore. He's always thinking about us and his thoughts are good towards us. And it's such an encouragement tonight as we as we read this. And I'm sure David was thinking about that, thinking, man, God, you think about me, pitifully old me. You're thinking about my well-being and you're thinking about all the things that I'm thinking about, probably more than what I'm thinking about. And um, man, what an encouragement that is tonight. Yeah, this is a great verse to to have an episode on. I think it's one of those earth-shattering, real perspective verses. As you read it, you're like, not only is this humbling, but anybody that has a low self-esteem, when you read this verse, it's like, God finds us so precious. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. He gave us his son as the payment price 
to purchase us, to redeem us back to himself. What are we that we are that valuable to him? He says that he clothes the field and he cares, you know, when one sparrow falls to the ground. And aren't we of much greater value than sparrows? God sees us and looks down on us with love. He created us for his pleasure. I think we often forget that. We think he created slaves or we think we, he created servants. Like I have to do these penance or, you know, I got to do this stuff for God in order for God to be happy with me and for God to care about me. Because if I'm not useful for God, then God has no time for me. You know, we think of it in our secular point of view or worldview where it's like, if I'm not productive in the work environment, then my boss has no idea who I am. I'm low man on the totem pole. With that, it's not that way with God at all. God looks at us and we're top of the totem pole, the very tippy top. All right, that was Numinous, Ace Troubleshooter. Before that, before that, you heard Disciple After the World. And we're talking about uh, Psalm 8 tonight. And um, it's such an encouragement to think about God thinking about us. And um, what does that mean tonight as we're sitting here in whatever state where our lives are in, whether we just feel lost or, you know, we don't feel like anyone thinks about us or... Um, or what's going on, but God is is thinking about us tonight. He's here, and um, he he loves to think about us. He enjoys it. <laughs> um, he created us to spend time with us. And um, the next verse after that, um, he says that what is man, son, the son of man, that you visit him? He visits us. He spends time with us. And when you really think about that, and you really live your life according to that truth, what does that really mean for us tonight? As we as we ponder that, as we think about that. And so we're going to keep talking about that as the night continues. The Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. All right, that was a double play by Audio Adrenaline, and we are here at Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> if you're Warp listening time. on the radio, it was a couple weeks ago. But for all of you out there, we are in part two of our psalm series. What is man that God would think about us? I, I can't answer that question. We're trying to. but uh, Yeah, so often we read things in the Word of God and we think to ourselves, you know, that's a nice thing. You know, God thinks about us. That's nice. I knew that. You know, we, we kind of... We're used to hearing that if we come to church. We're used to hearing those truths, and, and we, we, they go in our ears, and we say, yeah, we know that, and we just kind of go on our merry way. But, you know, the Word of God is to be lived by. And um, so often I'm guilty of just taking for granted the, uh, the truths and just kind of locking them away and going, yeah, that's true. But how does it change? The challenge tonight is how does this change our lives when we actually believe, and do we believe this tonight, that God thinks about us? How would that impact our lives if we really, truly believe that? If we believe that God thinks about us and those thoughts are more numerous than the sand on the shore, you know, would we be doing the things, the sinful things that we're caught in as much if we really believe that God was thinking about us? You know, would we really um, be that down and out or feel that forgotten about if we knew that God was thinking about us, you know? How would that really change our lives if we were, if we truly believe the word of God in that in that point? And um, I, I think it's a sobering thought to think, you know, that God's thinking about us right now. The thoughts that are going through our heads, you know, it's an encouragement to us because sometimes we hope God's thinking about <laughs> the fear and the things that we're, we're struggling with. Um, sometimes we don't hope that God's thinking about the things that we're thinking about. 
but he loves us just the same, and he thinks to- his thoughts toward us are good, and um, they're always for us and not against us, and that's an amazing truth to to live by and to, to hang out. Yeah, I think we can sometimes think that God is... He's only involved in our lives when it's convenient for him or, you know, with, oh, nobody cares about me and nobody's interested in me at all. When God, you know, we run to people and we try to find, you know, gratification with people and stuff, but God is there for us. All right. That was Dear God by FM Static. It's pretty crazy, I think. Some good music there. We actually have two more songs for this hour. So stick around. Two of the greatest rock songs of all time. Your mind's going to Arguably. Blown. That's arguably. For all of you guys that are listening, tuning in for the very first time, we welcome you to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm Jeff. I'm Brent. That's Brent over there. And, and the uh, coffee's really good, whoever brewed it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. We were just talking about how we've been on you know, for almost four years now, and in a couple weeks, we'll have brought four children into the world since we started doing this radio show, which is pretty outrageous when you think of it in those terms. Anyway, our wives, it. our wives wouldn't want to think about it that way, though. Yeah, unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That's right. It's time for our unbelievable segment. And for all of you that are new to the altar life, you might have just tuned in and said, what is this ungodly music that you're playing and this ridiculous banter? It's the altar life with Brent and Jeff. It's not ungodly music. Stop no, it. I know. Well, some people. Legalists. Um... <laughs> We do this segment called Unbelievable around the center of our show, either the end of the first hour or the beginning of the second hour. And it's basically a rant of something that's either unbelievably cool, unbelievably weird, or unbelievably terrible. And tonight, our unbelievable topic is how morbid our children's nursery rhymes and campfire songs really are if we really sit and think about these, the content that we allow our kids to sing. And Who dance said around these are okay for like, kids to sing? We talk yeah. about music these days being offensive for children. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all, we all fall, fall down. down. You know what that's about? <laughs> the plague. The plague. People dying. Isn't that fun that our kids know that song? <laughs> it's great. London Bridge is falling down. Falling, falling down. down. Falling Here they down. go. There it goes. Everybody that was on the bridge, hope they're okay. <laughs> Too bad for them. And uh, Humpty Dumpty... Sat on a wall. This one gets me the most. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together. If I were to ask you, what was Humpty Dumpty? What would you guys all respond? An egg. Who said that? Where does it say that in the song? It doesn't. If you think about the song, it never says he's an egg. We assume because it softens the blow. (laughs) Humpty Dumpty could have been a human being. Yeah, and why why were the king's horses and the king's men actually caring about an egg? Yeah, I think there's, there's more to that story than meets the eye. Because that's one of those things that we just have been trained. Um, my son has this CD, and it's like 100 kids' songs that you all yeah. sing. And like some of them are great. It's like the wheels on the bus go round and round and all that stuff. Then there's this song, The Man on the Flying Trapeze. Has anybody ever heard that song? He flies <laughs> through the air with the greatest of ease. Oh, guess what? He sneezes, loses his grip, and falls to his death again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no lie. I'm listening to this song. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then the kids that are singing it are singing with smiles, and you can tell in their voices. And it says, you can't fly when you're underground. And then they all laugh at the end of the song. I'm like, what is this? This is terrible. And that's what my son goes to bed listening to. Anyway. <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You should read that parenting book we wrote <laughs> from a couple weeks ago. 
Uh, but I don't know. I, I guess I'm just wondering who who thought of those and said those would be good kid songs to sing. I like you know the B I B L E. That's you know all the classic uh, Sunday school songs are always good. Zacchaeus. I have a question. Why are we man. so concerned about Abraham's body parts? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Think about that. Things one. that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> all right. That was inhabited a song to the fatherless. Before that, you heard Voda loves taking over. I love the line in the song that. In that song where he, you know, she says he, he loves you, God loves you, and he, he won't ever leave you when you need him the most. And, um, you know, isn't it an encouragement tonight, you know, whatever situation we're in, we can look at this Psalm 8 verse and we can think about how he loves us to the point where he, he loves thinking about us. You know, he's, he makes us, we make him smile when he sees us because he sees Jesus when he sees us. And that's such an encouragement tonight as we're you know, as we think about our lives and we think about who we are in Christ, you know, through Jesus Christ, he's washed us, he's cleansed us. Jesus, God Almighty, sees Jesus in us and sees us as blameless. And so the thoughts he has towards us are perfect, they're good. And um, it's such an encouragement as we think about that tonight. So we're going to keep the music rolling. Next song we got, Mainstay, Where Your Heart Belongs. Thanks a lot for listening to The Ultralight with Brent and Jeff. Yeah, continuing on with our topic tonight, you know, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? And the last segment when we were talking about um, just what would that look like in our lives if we really live that and we really believe that, that truth, that Christ thinks about us, that God thinks about us, that God visits us, he's with us. You know, it's something we know and we take for granted, but what if, how does that change how we, how we, um, live our lives will we have more faith in him if we knew that he was with us and we we lived in that reality you know so often i just i'm not faithful because i don't really take god as his word and go out on a limb and believe that he's right there you know that he's thinking about me and he cares about every thing that i'm thinking about yeah i think the verse that he says that who is the son of man that you would visit him if you think about when david's writing this psalm he is he's not gifted with the indwelling of the spirit as we are as the new church and you know once pentecost came and jesus ascended and he gave the holy spirit the comforter we now have the opportunity to have the holy spirit living inside of us david didn't have that opportunity yet somehow some way he had an experience where he says god you visited me you came down to where i am god he he humbled himself so far down to to be with the likes of us you know it says that jesus he didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God yet to come and be in the likeness of sinful flesh. That is a that is a God that loves his people that he would humble himself and become, you know, get in the trenches and rub elbows and get dirty and sweat and do all the things that mankind deals with on a daily basis because he loves us. It's so important to remember that. It's so important to remember that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives and that's what he has thought out you think that god just makes plans on a whim no he god has a mind that is so far above ours and that mind is, spe- is spending its time thinking about us wow. that's pretty remarkable that's a crazy thought and what would that what would our lives look like right jeff if yeah. we actually lived our lives believing that you know totally how would it change different. us how would it change us so uh, let's keep the music rolling we got chris sly something beautiful thanks for listening to the altar life you're listening to the altar life with Brent and jeff that was addison road with all that matters before that you heard something beautiful by chris sly if you hear that noise and you're listening on the radio it's because we're performing 
at Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. And uh, we're in our second part, second of a multi-part. We haven't decided how long the series is going to go. Yeah, we never do. But uh, Psalm 8, we're talking about what is man that we are mindful of him. We, and we're talking about how David experienced a, a visitation from God. And he, you know, he had that closeness, that intimacy with him. And, and we have that. Uh, Jesus says in, in John chapter 14, he talks about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and how he must leave and send the Holy Spirit, which is actually more beneficial for us, he says. And he says, if, if you love me and you keep my word, then my Father will love you and we will come and make our home in you. I think that's just amazing that God would degrade himself in such a way that he would come into our lives and make take up residence. The problem is, is often we don't give him room. We're like, here, you can have the cot in the corner, but <laughs> I'll have the king-size bed and I'll be the one who pays all the bills, makes all the rules. Um, but God wants to make his home with us. He wants to visit. All right, that was Nevertheless with Oh Child. That was nice. I was way into the song over there, and I was like, oh, no. I was like, Jeff is never going to get back to the microphone in time. <laughs> no. Not he again. ran, I saw. Hey, thanks for listening on the airwaves. Tonight we are uh, here at CC Philly and just enjoying our time tonight. I hope everyone's enjoying their time here doing uh, word searches and playing board games and eating good hot beverages and homemade goodies. My wife made. I think she should get a clap too for the wonderful brownies and cookies. You know, it's funny. The very first episode of the Altar Life, I think. Who made the brownies? Was it my wife or your wife? I can't uh, remember. It was a wife. It was one of our wives. It was my wife. I think. Very first episode recorded, and uh, the first ever unbelievable topic was my wife's chocolate brownies. Yeah, I know. And there have been over 140 unbelievable topics since. But that is and what other started it brownies. all. It's great. But uh, anyway, we have um, this topic. I hope, hopefully, uh, through all our jibber-jabber, there is some important things that are coming across about God's amazing love for us and his uh, care and, and thought that he put into everything. If you think about all the things that we encounter on a daily basis, we I know I can count the hours and I'm like, oh, I'm done work in three hours. I can't wait. Instead of like thinking about like what God might have laid out for me in those three hours because he thinks about me. He thinks about those yeah. things. It's amazing. He's the Emmanuel, you know, and you think about it, he's God with us. And we are so just so thankful tonight that we have a God who is with us. Um, you know, wherever we go, he's with us. You know, we could be, let just think about that psalm, you know, you could be in the depths of the ocean and you're there. Um, no matter what situation you are, God's there. And um, But what is man that we are mind, that he is mindful of us? You know, we are so undeserving of it, of the love that he has for us. And tonight, um, whatever situation we're in, um, we can have a comfort and a and a it's just an encouragement to know that the God of the universe cares about us and thinks about us. And um, if you don't know Him tonight, um, as you're listening to this, you know He wants to know you. He already does know who you are, and He thinks about you, and He thinks His thoughts towards you are numerous and they're good, and He loves you. And um, that's such a such an encouraging thing. So we want to just encourage you to to meet Him as well. And we're actually almost out of time. we got a couple more songs yeah. for you. But uh, in a way of application for this topic tonight, it's kind of a, it's an interesting thing to try to apply because I think it's very personal. Brent and I were just talking about it. Like, how do you apply? This isn't like a blanket thing that we just say, this is how it should affect you. The fact that the reality and the truth that God thinks of us and we are so precious and important to him. How do we apply that to our lives? It's something that we all need to ask and take inventory as we think about it and as we dwell and meditate on it. And ask God to say, God, what do I? What do you want me to learn from this truth? 
that you think about me all the time. How should my life be different? What is it that I'm doing now that doesn't show that this is real in my life? And uh, I think if we think about that and we ask, it will really open our eyes. God will really use his spirit to, to show us and teach us. There are things that need to either change in our life, things that need to be more important to us. It's really just about gaining perspective on how we should live our life as Christians. And that's what it's about, living the altar life, laying our lives down for God and for others. All right, that was the Supertones. We want to thank you guys for coming out tonight. We really appreciate it. It's been fun. I hope you guys have had fun as well. Hopefully those that are listening have enjoyed this topic. Tune in next week for part three of our psalm series, or as we say, our spotlight on psalms. <laughs> and uh, we got one more song for you tonight, I Am Loved by the, Above the Golden State. But I've had fun, Brent. It's yeah, it's been a good time. And just as you go tonight, just thinking about meditating on the topic and just thinking about how God is with you. He is thinking about you. His thoughts are good towards you. And uh, let that sink in and let that change your life, you know, for the things that you're struggling with. God's thinking about you, you know, um, if you're, if you're down and out, God's thinking about you. Um, he is with you. He's visiting you. And what is man? Who are we? Um, we are so thankful tonight to have a God that cares enough to stoop down to our level and spend time with us. So till next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Alter Life. Music, Music truth, real, period. period.